are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey, 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 everybody. What is happening? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and where they are now. So, hey, y'all, what's happening? Yay. Here we are with another episode, a brand new episode. Wow. This this past weekend was phenomenal in terms of um, all the fights that actually happened over this past weekend. Of course, we had the fight, the boxing fight happening <laughs> just right right in the right around the corner at Air Canada Center uh, which was the fight between Adonis Stevenson and Badu Jack and that fight was actually phenomenal I'm going to tell you guys this. I was actually going to go to the fight, but because of um, scheduling conflicts, I actually couldn't make it to the fight. So I was just super bummed about that. But I actually did watch the fight on um, on TV. And um, let me tell you this. It was definitely, definitely worth it. And I hope you guys actually watched that fight as well, because it was actually a really interesting fight. And uh, even though in the beginning, I thought both guys were kind of trying to uh, uh, be be a little bit cautious towards one another, but at the end of the day, the fight that we all watched was actually worth it because towards the to, towards the finishing rounds, both guys actually brought it on in a way and uh, weren't really scared anymore of throwing whatever they had in stock, and they they were just throwing all the punches that they had in them and so because of that that fight was actually pretty phenomenal to watch and if you actually did watch the fight you, you probably remember that it actually went to a majority draw and uh, actually so there's three judges right and one of the judges scored the contest in favor of Badu Jack which uh, was was a bit biased in my opinion because Yes, in the beginning rounds, Badu Jack, he was doing actually pretty well against Adonis Stevenson. And I feel like Stevenson was actually the one that was sort of holding back a bit more in the in the beginning rounds. However, I feel like after the, after the halfway point in the fight, I feel like both guys were actually doing... Um, they were actually so close and they were doing um, sort of similar. So I wouldn't have personally given the fight to either one of these guys so i feel like the majority draw that was the final decision according to the judges was actually a very fair decision to make so just like i said it was a majority draw and um i don't know after after hearing the results i was kind of happy that i didn't really buy the tickets to actually go watch the fights in person but overall, whether you watched it in the arena or if you watched it from TV or you bought the pay-per-view or you just listened to it or whatever, I feel like overall it was a really, really good fight. And um, yeah, shout out to both guys. Shout out to Adonis Stevenson. Shout out to Canada's Adonis Stevenson for being such a talented and um, such, a, such a brave fighter, I feel like. And shout out to Badu Jack as well because he was fighting on enemy's territory in a way. And, um, you know, everybody was actually rooting for Adonis um, Stevenson because 
of course, he was Canadian, and um, not a lot of people were actually cheering for Badu Jack, but Badu Jack actually brought it on, and um, he was fearless in a way, and um, he still fought his best, I think, so shout out to both guys in this particular manner. And actually, guys, uh, another aspect that I actually regret as to why, like, I should have bought the ticket to actually go to the arena and watch the fight in person, because Floyd Money Mayweather was actually there in person to to promote his guy, Badu Jack. He was actually one of the promoters of this whole bout. And so um, Mayweather was there. Mayweather's own uh, manager slash promoter was there. And um, I don't know. I mean, there's probably a lot of people at Air Canada Center by that time of the night, and especially after the fight. So I don't know if you were there in person, actually, uh, that you actually did get the chance to, uh, you know, take a selfie with Floyd Money Mayweather or if you actually did get the chance to talk to him in person, you know, ask him any questions that you had in mind. I don't know if you actually did get the chance to do that if you were um, uh, <laughs> hypothetically in in the in the crowd that night. But yeah, I, I, will, I would see all those things on TV and over the Internet. So. I, I kind of regretted my decision as to, you know, why did I not get a ticket to actually go there? But overall, you know, it is what it is. And at the end of the day, what all that mattered was actually watching the fight itself. And I just watched it on TV and I still enjoyed it. So, yeah, shout out to everybody who was actually featured on that card. All right. So what else happened over this past weekend? Man, yeah, we also had UFC coming up. I feel like if we if we actually do talk about that past card, uh, we're gonna run out of time. But all I can say is that that fight was that whole card actually was really really phenomenal, and um, everybody just gave it their all, and um, it was really exciting. Yeah, definitely, definitely a very very exciting um, main card. What else, man? So today, actually, guys. So today. Okay, so this week is one of those weeks that we don't really have many fights to break down. But, okay, if you've been catching up with TKO for the past two years, you probably remember that when we approach summer and when we sort of approach um, July, you know, the end of June, July, beginning of July, you probably know what time it is. Tell me what time it is, fam. Yes, you are right. It is International Fight Week. Yes, but that is almost like two months away. So I cannot wait until our episode leading up to International Fight Week and the episode that we're going to have breaking down because you guys probably know so during international fight week we, we not only have major major pay-per-view cards we also have phenomenal ufc fight nights happening throughout the week leading up to the F international fight week weekend which features that super bowl sort of uh, um uh, pay-per-view card so for the entire week we're gonna have phenomenal fight cards and phenomenal bouts coming up so i'm super super excited for that episode that we're gonna have i'm actually not sure what like what number of episodes we're gonna have until then like is it gonna be near our 100th episode because if that is the case then we're gonna make it even more special so i i gotta make my calculations in my calendar and see if that's actually going to be approaching our 100th episode but you know we'll see but either way 
those episodes that we're going to have leading up to International Fight Week are going to be amazing. I just want to give you guys a big heads up in case you need to mark your calendars, calendars or anything in case you want to catch up with those specific episodes. So I just want to put that thing out there. And um, I mentioned that because, you know, that that is the big big thing that we have coming up in the summer. But as of right now, I mean, it does make sense financially, business-wise, however you actually want to consider it, because right now things are a bit chill right now in the world of combat sports. And, um, you know, over this past weekend, we have phenomenal fights. And, you know, usually they need to have those relaxed weeks and weekends for themselves to recollect themselves and to negotiate with fighters and things like that. So this uh, weekend, unfortunately, I, I guess I should say we don't have a lot of fights to break down except for one fight that is actually happening all the way in England in Liverpool which is UFC Fight Night 130 it's actually going to be happening on Sunday okay so it's not like the usual fight nights that we have on Saturdays it's actually on Sunday and it, and the main event of this card is actually between Liverpool's very own Darren Till and he's fighting Steven Wonderboy Thompson now, here's a very big news, guys. I don't know if you guys um, have actually heard this news, especially if you live in the Guelph area. Here's the big news that you need to know in terms of Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. So first of all, okay, before I get started with the big news, I just want to give a big shout out to Guelph Family Martial Arts. So they have actually been negotiating and talking with Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Um... As a result of their sensei uh, going abroad and competing in, um, you know, whatnot. So they've been actually talking to Stephen Wonderboy Thompson to actually come over to Guelph, Ontario and have his very own seminar in Guelph, Ontario over at Guelph Family Martial Arts. So... I just want to let you guys know that Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, and uh, I don't know if you guys are actually familiar with uh, Guelph Family Martial Arts. If you have been talking to them, you probably know that um, there's a, there's a 95% chance that Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is going to be coming to Guelph for his seminar over sometime in September. So sometime in the fall, like early fall. So that is a very, very big news, guys. And um, honestly, Personally, I'm really going to see if Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is going to be interested in um, coming on TKO and talking to us about his experiences and um, about everything, man. If that actually happens, then that's going to be phenomenal. And I'm definitely going to keep you guys updated in terms of that. And uh, yeah, man, we're actually going to see if we're going to get Stephen Wonderboy Thompson personally on the show. If that actually happens, it's going to be the best thing in the world so we're actually going to see how things go but just like i said i will definitely keep you guys updated in terms of that uh but anyway coming back to this fight so just like i said that is the big fight that we're going to be breaking down today the main fight rather that we're going to be breaking down today and other than that we have a couple of um um you know uh, mma and uh boxing headliners to talk about but yeah, man, that's pretty much it in terms of the breakdown and what we have lined up for today. So without further ado, let's get started. Alrighty. So, okay, so the first headline that I want to talk about is an MMA headline. So 
actually this past uh, or no rather this upcoming weekend we were supposed to have a bellator card right so a bellator card that was a continuation whose main main event was actually going to be a continuation of bellator's heavyweight tournament in order for them to actually finally crown a heavyweight champion for their whole organization right so so far we've actually had pretty much all of the quarterfinal uh, fights that were supposed to happen they all happened except for one bout which was supposed to be between Roy Nelson big country Roy Nelson and Mirko Krokop okay so that fight I was super personally super super pumped up for it was actually going to be happening over this um upcoming weekend and I was actually planning on breaking it down for y'all but unfortunately uh, Mirko Krokop has been allegedly injured and it has unfortunately pulled out of that fight against um, Roy Nelson and um, honestly at first I personally couldn't believe it and I believe that many other fans out there couldn't believe it as well but Mirko Krokop himself actually posted pictures of himself lying on the hospital bed and his I think his, there's something wrong with his knee and uh, his his whole leg was in a cast and everything. So I'm not exactly sure what the exact issue and injury of Mirko Krokop is. But all I do know is that that fight isn't actually happening. I'm not sure if it's happening at all. But I really do wish that they do reschedule this fight um, for some time in the future. But let's just... Okay, uh, Scott Coker, the president of Bellator, please... Do make this happen, but make it happen in a way so that both guys are actually uh, doing well and are sort of on their prime and uh, do it in a way so that none of the guys actually have any sort of advantage over one another. So do it. I would say do it around the time that Mirko Krokop has fully recovered from his injury and um, there is no particular advantage that is to be given to Royal, uh, Roy Nelson. So yeah, that is my suggestion for the rescheduling of this whole fight. But other than that, let's talk about Bellator's uh, whole heavyweight tournament. It's going to be phenomenal. So, so far, let's see who we have. We have... Um, Chel Sonnen, who was one of the first guys to actually move on. And then we have uh, uh, Fedor Emelianenko, of course. I believe Ryan Bader is moving on. So, uh, you know, this was actually the last uh, bout to be to be determined, but apparently it's not happening. So I'm not exactly sure what is happening next in this heavyweight tournament, but I'll definitely keep you guys updated in terms of that as, as soon as I get any updates myself. All right, so there's that. So the next um, headline, I guess, that I want to talk about is a boxing one. So you guys probably remember David Lemieux. We talked about him here on the show. David Lemieux is a phenomenal Canadian um, uh, boxer. And um, he's originally from Montreal. And uh, uh, I, I believe the major fight that we talked about him was his fight against Billy Joe Saunders uh, uh, just a few months ago. And we were talking about how if uh, David Lemieux actually did win that fight in, in the middleweight division, then he would have been able to um, claim one of the belts that is available in the middleweight division. And that was to pretty much take take away Billy Joe Saunders's um, belt and if that was the case then there would have been a potential chance for him to avenge 
um, uh, all, all of the things that he lost as a champion, as a former champion, and to take revenge from Gennady Golovkin, aka Triple G, who is right now one of the best middleweight boxers in the world. And um, I know a lot of you guys out there are probably saying, but you know, what happens to Canelo Alvarez? He's also one of the best guys out there. I know, I know. But Canelo, in my opinion, is not in the roster right now because first of all, number one, he has been suspended by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. And um, you guys probably remember why that happened because of the fact that he tested positive for a substance called clambuterol, which is allegedly a, um, a, a, a steroid substance, okay? So because of that, he's actually been banned for six months. And also, I'm not talking about Canelo for another reason because Canelo is not even in fight ship right now because he actually did have a surgery um, uh, happening on his knee I believe so because of that I'm not going to be talking about Canelo just yet but actually in September Canelo is going to be eligible for fighting once again whoever he wants to fight against it's okay but if you ask me right now, no, I'm not going to be considering Canelo Alvarez as one of the best guys out there because he's not even uh, fit to fight anymore right now. And because of that, I would say Gennady Golovkin is one of the best middleweight boxers in the world right now. And so, okay, let's get back to track right now. So I was talking about David Lemieux. And these were the major implications that uh, were were happening with his fights around, um, uh, you know, with his fight in terms of uh, uh, David Lemieux and his belts and everything. But unfortunately, he lost that fight. And um, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I'm not going to defend David Lemieux just because he's Canadian. Of course, I like him as a fighter and I really do respect him. And I really do respect and appreciate what he has done for Canadian boxing. However, I feel like he could have fought better in his past fight against um, Billy Joe Saunders. And so because of that, so I'm actually not exactly sure with what mindset David Lemieux is going to be coming into this next fight that he has actually. So in case I actually forgot to mention, David Lemieux has his next fight coming up on Saturday, this Saturday in um, Quebec. And unfortunately, this fight is not going to be televised. So if you actually do want to watch this fight, you actually have to go all the way to Quebec and um, personally buy the ticket and go to the arena and watch him uh, fight live through that way. But I want to say this. So it's really important with what game plan, first of all. I mean, that's the strategy that he needs to figure out, first of all, with what actual game plan he wants to come into the ring and also with what mindset he actually comes into the ring. Has he fully mentally recovered from that horrible loss that he had against Billy Joe Saunders? Has Does he have more left in him? Can he actually p- prove prove us all wrong because of what we saw on his fight against Billy Joe Saunders. Because in that fight, he was completely dominated over by Billy Joe Saunders. But right now, I mean, who doesn't like seeing their uh, their um, home country fighters uh, do their best? Who doesn't like that? Of course, we like that. But we just need to make sure David Lemieux has all the resources that he can actually use. Um, not only uh, prepare himself physically and athletically, but also mentally. 
And um, I feel like that's that's a very big part of fighting. And I feel like all sports that people don't actually realize the psychology of sports is really important. And the fact that you need to be in very good spirits in a way and, and good and have a good mentality to actually um, do your fights and actually compete in that sporting event. And this is a, especially of importance in combat sports because it's not just a random thing that you do um, with a ball or anything. You're actually putting your life on the line. You're putting your your brain power on the line because if your mind is not in it, then you're actually there to act as a punching bag and you're just there as, as, a, as, a, as a big bag of flesh pretty much this is the reality if your mind isn't there then you're all that is happening to you is that you're going to get hit constantly and you're not really there to defend yourself your mind isn't telling you to push yourself and to you know keep telling keep reassuring yourself that you're going to be doing fine so if you lose your mentality that is that you're done so because of that, I would say it, it is more important for uh, David Lemieux in this particular fight to, first of all, strengthen his mentality. And if he has that mentality, because he's a phenomenal boxer, he's been boxing ever since he was nine years old. And so because of that, I would say, actually, even though it might sound stupid, but it's real, guys. The mentality of sports is real. You need to have it. You need to have that confidence in yourself. Because of that, I would say, for this fight, for this upcoming fight, for Bill, uh, for David Lemieux, he needs to strengthen his mentality. He needs to have it in him and he needs to work on it so, so much so that when fight night actually comes, he, he's ready to go in there and absolutely demolish his opponent. So that that is um, um, the suggestion that I have for David Lemieux. I'm not sure if he's actually listening to this show right now. But David, if you're actually listening to this right now, I just want to wish you good luck with your upcoming fights. And um, I just want to let you know that not only me, but all of TKO Nation is behind you, man. And we will support you until pretty much the end of time. So, yeah, man, shout out to you, David. And best of luck to you in your upcoming fight on Saturday. All right, my friend. So... Yeah, man, that is the last headline that I want to talk about. Okay, let's see how much time we have. All right, we're actually good. So now let's get down to the breakdown of the fight between Darren Till and Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. So just like I said, this fight is going to be happening in Liverpool. And Darren Till is actually originally from Liverpool. And if you've ever been to Liverpool or you've seen videos of Liverpool, you probably know how guttural the fans get with their sports, not just the soccer. But in this particular case, because Darren Till is their guy and um, I'm pretty sure they will do anything to support him and to root for him in the arena, whoever's present in the arena. So it's going to be really it's going to be really hostile um, uh, area and aura for Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, unfortunately. But I feel like Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is not the type of guy to actually get scared from um, from all the booing and and all the negative vibes that is around him. I feel like he's um, technical and um, you know he's been in the game for for a long time for such a long time that these things don't really affect him. He's kind of um, uh, you know, adapted to all of those things. So because of that, I would say Stephen Wonderboy Thompson doesn't really have a lot of um, problem with that. But let's get down to the strategy. So Darren Till and Stephen Wonderboy Thompson are really similar in style because they really tend to um, 
keep the fight standing, but they're not actually scared to take the fight to the ground if need be. So Darren Till actually, what his style actually reminds me of is actually Conor McGregor because he has that um, sort of like a, a traditional martial artist stance, which is you have a really wide stance and you're really light on your feet and you kind of measure up your your punches with your um, with your leading arm and then right after after you do that and you at the same time you're pushing your opponent constantly, right? Because you're being aggressive and you are making your opponent sort of just. Uh, you know get on defensive mode and because of that while you're measuring your punches you finally release that deadly punch that deadly cross and your opponent's just knocked out right away so that is super dangerous of Darren Till and uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson too he's a real OG in this particular style as well because uh, as uh, a lot of you guys probably know Stephen Wonderboy Thompson's main style and uh, background in martial arts is karate and um he's his stance is really special because he has that sideways karate style and because of that he can actually utilize a lot of kicks and i feel like he, uh, Darren Tail needs to really, really watch out for those kicks. And if he doesn't watch out for those kicks, you probably know he's probably going to get knocked out. But because of the fact that both of these guys' style are kind of similar and we're not really having a traditional battle between a wrestler or a striker, because of the fact that both of these guys are just so similar in style to one another, I would say this is a fight to actually watch and keep an eye out, eye out for because it's going to be super exciting to see um, how each guy actually um, adapts to the game plan of the other guy. So is each person going to just um, stick to their own um, um, area of specialty and to their own comfort zone? Or are they actually going to try something new to try to counteract what their opponent has to offer on fight night. So because of that, I would definitely recommend all of y'all out there to actually do try to catch up with this fight. Now, I'm not exactly sure about the time of this um, fight, but considering the fact that um, I think UK local time is like five hours ahead of uh, Eastern time zone. So it's probably going to be happening um, around like uh, afternoon time for Eastern time zone, but in their local time, it's just going to be happening around like, I don't know, evening at night, sometime around that. So yeah, definitely do double check the time for watching that fight. But other than that, man, that is um, what I think is going to be happening. So, f okay, let me just say this. So I feel like for Stephen Wonderboy Thompson to be successful is to be... Uh, very, very persistent and um, really work on it. I know it's a bit late to talk about this right now because uh, the fight only is only a few days away, but I would definitely recommend Stephen Waterboy Thompson to work on his cardio and try to take the fight to distance if possible because he has been successful with that um, strategy, especially against the welterweight champion um, uh, Tyron Woodley. He had uh, taken his fight against the champion to the full distance and he he had been actually successful okay so because of that i would actually suggest that Stephen Wonderboy thompson does take the fight the full distance in order to tire out darren till because we haven't really seen darren till um 
have his fights last because usually he tends to knock out knock out his opponents early on in the fight. And I would definitely recommend um, Darren Till to try to finish the fight, Ashley, if possible. Now, Stephen Wonderboy is really, really hard and tough to uh, finish and knock out. But let's see what Darren Till actually does because he's one of those young guys that we that we ha- yet to see how much potential he has. Yes, he's shown how much power he has in, in terms of his knockouts, but I feel like he still has so much more to offer, not only to us, the fans, but to other fighters out there and to all the promoters out there to re- actually really prove himself to the entire world. So that's what I think um, is what actually the best thing to happen on Fight Night. So yeah, guys, that is all the breakdown that we have for this week. Man, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. So you already know what to do. Go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And also, you can also go to SoundCloud or iTunes to catch up with our episodes as well. And what else, man? Until next time, fam, it's your girl, Jenna, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.